This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We like to call him Mr. Chest Lettuce. Major Garrett is here. He is on the no, John you Schuster. Don't. No, you don't. Right on my phone right now, it says Mr. Chestless, right here. <laughs> I'm still waiting for the picture, by the way. 1980s Major Garrett. Yeah, just keep, would... just keep just keep waiting. Uh, you know, okay. I, I I'm not gonna I'm not gonna just like roll over and give it to you as soon as I mention the possibility that it might exist. Some moment okay. when you least expect it, it will arrive, okay. and then and then oh. you're free to do as you choose. Thank you. I appreciate that. Mr. Garrett is here I on the John Schuster. going in some way. I like it. I'm all for suspense. Normally when it doesn't involve me. That's, it's a lot better that way when it doesn't involve my own life. Major on the John Schuster Coldwell Banker Hotline. Let me try to keep track of all the special counsels we have right now. Uh, right, we have yeah. one involving the 45th president. Of the United mm-hmm. States, and I believe I have this right. Mike Pence was his vice president, and Donald Trump over and over again, at least publicly, and it seems to be, according to a lot of reports, including your reporting, that Donald Trump was also privately convinced that Mike Pence, even though this is not allowed, it is not in the Constitution, it is not legal, could have overturned. The election could have brought in different yep. electors, could have changed yep. things, could have, let's put it this way, stopped democracy. Said mm-hmm. to the 150-some million people who voted, I don't care where you stand. I don't care how it worked out with the 50 states. I'm upset. I think I won. I should yep. win. And so Mike Pence mm-hmm. eventually followed this novel thing I like to call the Constitution of the United mm-hmm. States of America. And... We know what happened on January 6th where Mike Pence's life was in peril and the president, of course, for days never even checked him. So now we have a special counsel and special counsel Jack Smith has offered up a subpoena for Mike Pence. When you take in this information, what does this mean to you regarding the path of this investigation? Well, that it was inevitable. You can't have an investigation into what happened on January 6th. What were the conversations internally at the White House? What were the pressure points? What was the intent? What was the knowledge of the president? Because that goes to intent. Because there are those who for a while in the Trump universe said the president had no real ill intent. He didn't do anything wrong. He was just asking questions. 
on behalf of the voters who had legitimate concerns about the election. That was a kind of early formulaic defense of former President Trump. He was just asking questions. (laughs) Well, the January 6th committee in the testimony blew all of that argument out of the water. He knew, had been told by people he trusted and we had hired and we continued to pay, either through taxpayer dollars working in his White House or through his campaign, that he did not win the election, that the allegations of widespread or mathematically relevant and outcome-changing fraud did not exist and would not be found. This goes to intent. So if you're any special counsel, you have to understand what did the president know and what were his intentions. If you are looking to whether or not a crime can be brought before a jury through the form of an indictment. So you can't do that thoroughly without talking to the vice president, who was, as you just said, the recipient of all of this intense public and private pressure to do this thing that you described, which was blatantly unconstitutional. And yes, Mike Pence defended the Constitution, resisted that pressure, and suffered consequences on January 6th. But he could have been much more aggressive about that before January 6th. I believe he was in a position to shut it down or come closer to shutting it down. And he was more equivocal about this than he should have been. But that's sort of at the margins. In the moment when it was most important, he did exactly the right thing. And he should be remembered for that. So you have to talk to him. And now that there's a subpoena, what does that mean? That it wasn't a cooperative situation. That Jack Smith, the special counsel, might have said, okay, can we talk? And the vice president said, what about? Well, this isn't this. I'd rather not. Why does the former vice president not want to be so eager? Because he's going to probably run for president. And he wants to maintain some connection to his record as Trump's vice president. So he doesn't want to jump into the arms of the special counsel to, quote, unquote, tattle on the president. So a subpoena is the only way you're going to get him to come in and answer questions. And trust me, special counsel is different than an investigative committee in Congress. Um, Special counsel has real authorities, and all the things have to be completely buttoned up, and you cannot waver or dodge. You can certainly invoke your Fifth Amendment privileges. Everyone can do that. That's part of the Constitution. But this takes it to another level, and you can't do a thorough investigation without taking it to this level. We have watched some individuals post the Trump presidency cite executive privilege where it has been utterly laughable. I mean, where where there's no basis whatsoever. Mm -hmm. But in this case, when it's the vice president talking to the president— isn't it likely, if it reached a subpoena level, that the former vice president is going to repeatedly cite executive privilege and deflect a number of either Smith's direct questions or someone on mm-hmm. Smith's team's direct sure. questions? Possibly, possibly. But the Nixon uh, legal history tells us that there is no executive privilege for a crime. So you cannot exert executive privilege if a underlying crime was discussed or you were privy to discussions thereof. That's not the exact letter of the law, but that's the takeaway. So, yes, you're in the executive branch and you're talking to the president. So all of that is by general legal interpretation privileged. Uh, And you can... deflect questions on that basis, but you can't uh, if the underlying conversations were about 
something that had a either criminal intent or criminal composition to it, which is tricky business in this area because we don't have a lot of law and precedent about, as a matter of fact, quite happily, we have zero yeah. precedent right. of a president seeking to use a make-believe cheat code in the Constitution to overturn a presidential election. So the clarity on the crime committed is a bit vague and untested. So you, you raise a good point. There could be opportunities from the vantage point of the former vice president to deflect on the basis of executive privilege. But he may not invoke that, and we may not find out until much later whether he did or didn't. Major Garrett with us here on CCO. Let's get to Joe Biden, and let's get mm-hmm. to what has been a tradition for almost 20 years, going back to George W. Bush. When we get a Super Bowl, we get the uh, mm-hmm. network hosting the Super Bowl, and someone of prominence who works at said works said network uh, either as mm-hmm. an opinion host, as Bill O'Reilly was, or more traditionally, mm-hmm. one of their anchors interviews the president, whether it was W, mm-hmm. Obama, Trump, yeah. and now Biden. Now, uh, Trump did not do it one year with mm-hmm. uh, NBC News, but he participated mm-hmm. most of the time, and so did the others. So now... We have this back and forth, which has emerged today. Here is a statement from the White House in the last hour or so. The president was looking forward to an interview with Fox Soul to discuss the Super Bowl, State of the Union, and critical issues impacting the everyday lives of black Americans. We've been informed that Fox Corp. has asked for the interview to be canceled. Now, Fox Soul is a streaming service aimed at black audience launched by Fox Corporation 2020. I'm just reading right from... An account mm-hmm, on it. Mm-hmm. I was not familiar with this outlet. A Fox News executive offered a competing version. We offered an interview with our top news anchor, anchors with no strings attached. They're walking away from a huge audience, and it's a major missed opportunity. What do you think mm-hmm. about how this is playing out? So I don't know. I haven't checked with the White House on this. Um, I remember back when I was covering uh, the Obama campaign in 2008, Bush did his uh, last uh, interview, and I was working for Fox at the time, and we did a companion one with Obama as a candidate. I think uh, my my recollection may be dim on this. So sometimes um, you get both, you know, and like Obama got four or five minutes and the president got much more. But when he was in the conversation and he was definitely someone who was – a ratings driver in that period of time. I think that's one of the reasons they were interested. And I did the interview, and I remember there was a lot of uh, intense preparation on my part and their part for it. It was kind of a big sure. deal. Uh, so, look, this is ex- Max. This is an exposure time. However, I think one of the things we can fairly deduce about President Biden is he has a kind of different interpretation of modern media culture that sometimes serves him well and sometimes doesn't. And there are times when he says, you know, I don't need to be that place. Everyone tells me I need to be in that place at that time, but I don't, and I'm not going to go there. And I think after the State of the Union, which was a net success for him and everyone in the White House, not for the whole country, but they thought it was a definite net plus, he did one interview with PBS, he did two good road shows from their vantage point in Wisconsin and Florida, do you need to do any more of this? And do you want to 
put politics into the Super Bowl. I think the president's instincts is, nah, I don't need to. Not good. Not a high percentage place for me. No, it's a big audience, but nah. I'm not going to interfere with people's Super Bowl celebrations. That is a non-traditional approach. And I think he might be more right than wrong on that. I don't think it's Fox-specific because you can work with it. They, this can be handled, and the president can deal with anyone. I don't think it's a Fox-specific thing. It might be at some element. I just think he's thinking, you know, I don't need it. And So let me chime in. Because... Out, for example, for example uh, right before Christmas, who said, have a year-end presser. Putin's not having yeah. one. Show what a contrast is. Biden said, you know, I don't need to do it. There are times when he says, you know what, that's the advice. That's what everyone tells me to do. I'm not doing it. For the folks who either are objective who are critics who will say, I understand what you're saying, Major, but you know what I think part of this, too, is they're hiding Joe Biden, that they worry how he holds up to questioning, and that's a part of the calculus in this decision. There will be those who certainly think that. And you can always think that about anyone who defers or doesn't take an audience. And look, it's the pregame, so it's a smaller audience, let's be honest. But it's still substantial. Still pretty big now. Still pretty big, yes. Why, why pass up on that? Well, you might be afraid. Sure. I think the White House would say, did the president look like he lacked a vigor or mental acuity in the well of the House of Representatives on Tuesday, that would be their answer. And look, people will come to different determinations on that. Um, and look, if I'm the White House, if I'm President Biden, not the White House because the comms team always wants you out there, but if I'm the president, I'm like, this week's pretty good. And I'm 80, and I am going to conserve my energy. So I'll take a pass. But look, people will say, oh, gosh, he can't hang, he can't handle, lack of vigor, lack of ability, scared off, maybe. And for those who think that, then it's probably, it probably is, to use Fox's terminology, a missed opportunity. But I do think there are parts of Biden's core set of instincts. And remember, his political instincts were more right than wrong about the midterms than almost everyone, including his own Number one pollster, John Anzalone. How do I know that? Because he said so on the takeout. President was right. I was wrong. You know, and I think this is one of those times where the president's gut instinct is, mm, yeah, it's okay. I'll be, I'll, we'll be fine. We'll be fine without it. Fabulous stuff as always, sir. Have to go. Uh, enjoy watching the game. We'll uh, talk next yes. week. Excellent. Major Garrett. And also check out that phenomenal podcast, The Takeout. Let's wrap up this hour and preview. An outstanding next hour here on CCO. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.